0: You're listening to the North Carolina Theater Stories Podcast. Tonight, star of Skeleton Crew at the Playmakers Repertory Theater, Catherine Hunter-Williams. Puppet and native of Asheville Community Theater's production of Avenue Q, Nikki, Featuring Timmy Dukes and the Bear Use Players. And now, please welcome our host, James Johnson. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, thank you. Wow. Cool. Please, please, everyone, everyone, please sit down. Sit down, yeah. We have a great show for you tonight. Yes, please. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't realize that none of you were standing. We have a very tall audience tonight. I'm sorry, what's that? Oh, I'm sitting down. Oh, well, that really explains so much. Well, thank you all for coming out tonight. As mentioned by Jerry, our announcer, later in the show, we will be speaking with our very first puppet guest. It is amazing that after all of these years, so few talk shows will have puppet guests. I guess we're kind of pioneers in that way. Nikki will be here without his handler, Matt Edwardson. I'm not sure how that's going to work. We have some sort of yeah, we, we, we're going to have him transported to the couch by way of some sort of pulley system? Is that, is that right? Okay, well, uh, well, we'll figure that out. My first guest, however, operates her body using a combination of muscle tissue and a complex skeletal system. Ironically, she is here to promote the Playmakers' repertory's production of Skeleton Crew by award-winning playwright Dominique Morseau. Playmakers is performing the show October 10th through the 28th, and from its name I can only assume it is a season-appropriate story of a crew of skeletons who must put aside their differences so that they can save Halloween, and not a drama about auto plant workers living in Detroit just before the start of the 2008 recession. My guest is a veteran of the Raleigh stage and a member of the Playmakers rep, where last season she performed in the show's Dot, Tartooth, and Leaving Eden. Currently, she can be seen in their show Skeleton Crew in the role of Faye. Please welcome the very human, Catherine hunter william Oh! Oh, wow! Amazing! Those at home can't see this, but Williams has entered stage in an elegant, non-comical fashion, which has now set the tone for what is going to be a surprisingly frank and honest interview. I do not know what I've gotten myself into. Just fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. That was that was quite the entrance.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I try to do my best. <laughs>
0: So, um, first off, I need to ask you a bit about Skeleton Crew. I I understand this this show's been actually quite a popular production lately.
1: Yes, Skeleton Crew is part of a trilogy of plays that um, uh, Dominique has written about Detroit. She's a native Detroiter and um, writes, has written a series of plays exploring Sort of three different eras of life in Detroit. There's Detroit '67, which is about Detroit in 1967 and uh, the riots that take place. Riot is the play is is um in in the process. This one is takes place in 2008 and is concerned about um, manufacturing plants and what was happening with the closing of plants at that time. And then there is um, Sunset Baby. Um, and then there's another one that's called Paradise Blue, which is sort of about Detroit in the 1930s. Uh, so she's a wonderful new voice, mm-hmm. great playwright. She's just won a MacArthur uh, Genius Award just yesterday. Oh wow! And uh, we're yeah, she's barely she's really a uh, dynamic, and she's also got a new show that she's working on called uh, the Tin- about the Temptations. I think oh, it's cool. called Ain't Too Proud to Bag It's been getting a little uh, having some. Um, uh, out of town runs. I think it. I think it was in L. A. And I'm sure it's planning to come to Broadway really soon.
2: When he comes to where his heart lie, he gonna rise to the occasion. And if he don't, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You trust him so much. Why don't you tell him that you live in here? We're now done with this conversation. Oh, oh. So you can get in my, ass, but I can't get in your. way, got enough leverage to so get in my. Ass. Zero tolerance policy. That's what Reggie said. For all this orderly conduct, how disorderly do you think it is to be living at the job? I don't abide by no rules but the necessity. I do what I do until I think of something else and then I do that. That's all there is. Fine. Now sit down, let me take your money. I ain't
0: supposed to hear it no more. Well, um, so, so tell us specifically this, this is about Detroit in 2008. Um, what, what specifically? What, what 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 are the characters that this story follows?
1: Well, there is a family that of workers in a stamping plant. You know how we say sometimes that there's the family you're born with, and then there's the family you you choose, the family you make. Mm-hmm. So there are these uh, four workers. Uh, my character Faye is the elder of the group. She's been there the longest. And one character is uh, our foreman, whose name is Reggie. And then there are two younger characters, um, uh, um, Shanita and Dez, mm-hmm. who have been there for maybe three years, three or four years, I think, working on the plant. And it's about our relationships. It's about um, how we uh, need each other. It's about how we... Um, how we how we how we live together how families work really so it's not about blood family but it is about this family of workers together and what they go through over the course of a couple of days
0: cool and and, and could you tell us a little bit about your character in particular what, what, what drew you to this character
1: well oh my goodness she well you know it's a beautifully written part for a uh Mature actress, as we might like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I'm so appreciative for Dominic is that this woman is, it, it, it is a story that is about this older woman who is facing a lot of um, uh, big changes in her life. Um, aside from, you know, if, this is 2008. So this mm-hmm. is right as the recession was, was hitting. Um, when the play takes starts, it's still uh, it's early in the year. So it's before the election of Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the very end of the Bush presidency. But if you remember 2008, the economic crisis was really uh, right
0: at the tipping point. I blocked that so, year out of my mind. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is smart. And I can completely understand that. Um, <laughs> so it's really uh, it's a beautiful story because it's about. Again, uh, you don't get a lot of really uh, well-written characters often for older women. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as you age, I think women, one of the things that we have to deal with is that in certain ways, at certain times, you you know, society can kind of make you feel like you're fading from view, that you're fading from uh, uh, being seen. You'll hear this from a lot of uh, women if you talk to them about being older and how you feel like, you know, you stop being seen in the workplace or, you know, in social settings or, you know, in, in a number of ways. So, my character is this very um strong and uh, a woman who has been used to taking care of her family used to taking care of her you know work family and her family family and um that's what drew uh that's one of the things i love about it um it's uh it's it's got a lot of nuance it's got a lot of beautiful language it's got um it, it's just it's just a uh full 360-degree um, character, full-fleshed-out 3D uh, woman who makes a great journey over the course of the play.
2: I know everything that goes on in this place. Des, the walls talk to me. Dust on the floor, write me messages. I'm in the vents. I'm in the bulletin board. I'm in the paint. Ain't nobody can slip through the cracks past me up in here. I can see through lockers. I know what you got in that bag that you bring in every day. I don't expose it, because we all got our baggage. of shit i like got yours. i got mine. Just leave me to my own state. Don't go trying to air me
0: out. So do you feel that this story, I mean, it, it's obviously been a very long time since 2008. Is it, does it speak to today? Is it? Is it very relevant to what's going on now?
1: Oh my goodness, absolutely. I mean, there is not... I. I it's Really, that's a great question, because being on a college campus where you have um, young people who are heading out into a world where um you know the 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 workforce is changing in such a way that it's so different from this world that, that uh That the workers in Detroit inhabit, you know, where you work for a company, you get a certain, you work a certain time, you retire, you got a pension and you're set, right? Mm -hmm. It's all changed. So it's all about that moment of change. It's that, it's that moment of, it's that moment of change that these characters go through. And I think especially our young people and really all of us, there's not anybody who just cannot relate to this play. But especially, you know, the students, I think, really will understand those moments of uncertainty and the moments in the future is not quite as crystal clear mm-hmm. as you thought it might have been. And I think also for older a- a- adults, um, mm-hmm. it's that feeling, too, where a lot of us are in the position where, you know, we're at the stage where we're, you know, we're we're caring for elder parents and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pensions and benefits are not quite what they were and the cost of, you know, um, older healthcare is a real issue and concern so it's a, it, it it speaks to that and that's why it's completely relevant for our audiences today
0: yeah i think uh i think looking back uh there there are certain there're certain things that happened in history that seem like they're forks in the road there are th- these things that forever affected everything after it And 911 of course was one of them and of course the 2008 economic collapse um were how did that that uh that collapse that, that 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 uh sort of sort of complete uh rearrangement of our economy how did that affect you personally
1: oh my goodness well i am just like everybody else uh it 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 pulled the rug out you know economically underneath all of us i mean it was a it, I think it was the I think it was the time of just feeling so out of control and feeling like the institutions that we counted on had let us down and I felt that our leaders had let us down as well. Um, I think that was a big reason why the country so embraced um, the can you know the campaign and the words of uh, Barack Obama. Um, so I felt really like all you know many things that had been put in place safety toll holds, just, you know, the greed is I think our one of our great sins. And I think, you know, just people's just drive for money and material things really uh came back to bite us. So in a way you feel let you felt I felt let down by the institutions. I felt let down by my government. I felt let down by um you know you, you 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 know there's the thing you say, you know, if you do the right thing, you'll get rewarded. Uh and it seemed like that that was completely out the window in those years.
0: So do you feel that we learned our lesson from the 2008, uh, collapse? Do you feel that we, uh, that we'll, we, took from that, uh, some, some new, uh, new way of doing things as far as our economy goes? Are, are we, are we, are we destined to repeat our past?
1: Um, we, I think we could be, <laughs> you know, those who don't learn their history are doomed to repeat it. Um. It it feels, um it could be possible, I guess I should say. I mean, you know, I'm no economist,
3: right. uh,
1: but it, it feels distinctly possible. It feels we're in a place right now in the country where we're very much, many of us are focused on just getting what I need to get to, for me. And so I think that kind of self-interest leads to bad decisions and poor decisions and could again potentially you know put us right back where we were because really when you think about that economic crash you know it was those big institutions that were just doing some of these financial deals that were just really um unethical and uh irresponsible and when you're just out to get what you want to get for yourself and you're not looking out for your fellow human being mm-hmm. then you're going to make those mistakes
0: now this is a, a story it's a it's a fictional story as, as far as i'm concerned it's not like it's not based on specific real life people do you, do you, I know I, I, uh-uh. do you ever do you ever find yourself like wondering like well this is where my character was in two thousand and eight I wonder what 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 she would be what would be happening to her right now what how this affected her in the long term
1: yeah, no, I do. Because I mean, actually, the play takes place before the before the economic crash, But certainly, in working on the character of Say over the last several weeks, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can, I can totally uh, imagine that uh, the answer to that question. Absolutely.
0: Okay. But you can't tell us because it might spoil something. <laughs> That's
1: exactly right. I can't say anything.
0: <laughs> well, but, you know, I'm sorry?
1: No, I was going to say, but, you know, I mean, the, the, the beauty of the play is that, you know, I love plays where you got, you have rich characters and rich relationships and the dynamics of what happens on stage between these four people is really um, something I think everybody can lean forward into and something that we can all recognize, you know, we all can, it will resonate, I think, with a, with a really wide, varied audience. Awesome.
0: Well, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the show. It sounds like really, uh, really really fascinating piece and then particularly uh particularly in these times um thank you so much for taking out the time to speak with me if you were gay when we come back avenue cues nikki welcome back my next guest is the first ever puppet we've ever featured on our show Not to be confused with the show's creator, Lynn Pryor, who while colorful and easily excited was not a puppet, but in fact a sentient marionette doll. My guest is currently starring in the Asheville Community Theater's production of Avenue Q, which opened on October 5th and will end its run on October 28th. He will not be appearing with his handler, actor Matt Edwardson. But my producer has assured me that we have figured out a way for Nikki to reach our interview couch without the need of a handler. Please welcome the beautiful and lovely Nikki. Oh! Oh! Uh huh. O- okay, um, so so apparently our our great plan for getting Nikki out here was to have a stagehand unceremoniously roll him up and chuck him from backstage onto the couch that huh? huh. that's not that's not a cool way to treat our guests, guys. Come on. Oh God, he's he's all crumpled up. Uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Nikki. My my apologies for that, and and thank you for appearing on our show. Here, here, here. Let me let me straighten you out there, hats. All right. Just just somebody, could somebody. Can could we just like position and put him on a lamp or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this this will work. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right. thanks for having me. So, so, um, so how are you? You would be our, our first uh, puppet guest. Uh, is puppet the correct terminology? Am I am I, uh, puppet American? Is that preferable? Or it is, it is.
3: That's the, the
0: that's
3: the right way to say it. You know, there's a, the more selective Muppets.
0: You know, I'm not part of that clan. I, I'm a puppet. Yeah, yeah. The Muppets. They seem a little. Uh, they, yeah, you know, I, I I don't want to I don't want to be offensive or anything, but they seem a little little nitpicky about that. But um, yeah, yeah, they're particular. So so um, how are you guys liking Asheville? Oh,
3: we're loving it. You know, because we come from a, a more urban environment, so like being in the this sort of pretty rural areas, it's really nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can you can get access to all sorts of cool things in Asheville. You just get a contact high just entering that town.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: So, um, what can you tell us about the show? A lot of, you know, theater nerds know about this show, but you know, for the for the more casual listener, I I'd like them to to know what exactly this this show is. Oh,
3: sure, sure. Um well it's just a bunch of us. We're uh we're all kind of youngish characters and we're trying to figure out our way in life and you know, we're hanging around the city, so you know, as with a lot of things in life, hilarity ensues as we try to figure out our way through life and, and things like that.
0: Do you have any plans for Halloween? Are you going to Are you gonna be in Nashville during that time? Or do you have a costume in mind? Oh, yeah, totally.
3: And, you know, it may surprise you, but uh, I'm going to dress up as a human. Oh,
0: <laughs> man, that might be creepy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, it, it will. Uh, I might need some stilt.
0: Yeah. But
3: I'll make it work.
0: <laughs> I, I hope I, I don't know where you buy human skin, but I don't really want to know. <laughs> well, there's a,
3: as with lots of things, there's a black market. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so do do you have any um you know speaking of of, of being a, a, a puppet, you know, I and you know there aren't there aren't a yeah. ton of shows uh, that involve uh, uh people of of your ilk uh i guess Warhorse. that that would be a good example of a show of a, of a puppet uh yeah, you...
3: a rather large puppet
0: yeah yeah do do you have any any famous puppet actors who you look up to
3: well you know you know kind of a, the typical rock stars yeah. in our industry are like the, the Kermit the frog and the miss Piggies and things like that but you know uh, uh i would have to say that that um I, i'm i'm most people find him annoying, but I kind of really like that El- Elmo guy. He's pretty funny.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've heard I've heard allegations about him, but I, I refuse to believe him.
3: I, I know, you know, you, you know. With popularity comes uh, the the rumors. Yeah, yeah. The, that fake news, if you will.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 sad, is what it is. It's sad.
3: <laughs> but, I know. I I it upsets me. It you know, makes me. Well, you know, there's that movie out now with uh, some of my brethren who go off and kill people. But uh, you know, it makes me want to go down that road, but I'm not quite there yet.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> oh yes, I, I now, I now, I remember what movie you're referencing. It, I was racking my brain, thinking, oh my god, is there a documentary yeah. <laughs> about puppets killing people? But
3: uh... no, no, it's that one movie that just came out. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things or or interesting things about it.
0: Oh yeah, I bet. I bet you might have been. Uh... Oh, did you did you audition for that at all? Or well, I I was partially
3: upset that my uh, agent didn't get me a, a good audition because I thought I'd be a good fit. You know, I uh, I can put on my puppet rage when I need to.
0: Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I bet. I just think it's something we should be able to talk about. Well, I do not want to talk about it, Nikki. This conversation is over. Yeah, Barada, right, over. I... Well, okay, but just so you know, if you were gay. That'd be okay, I mean cause hey, I like you anyway, ah. because you see, if it were me, I would feel free to say, that I was
2: gay, but I'm not gay.
1: Nikki,
0: please, I am trying to read. Now, um, now, have you, have you ever listened to a podcast before? Do you, do you have any favorites?
3: Oh sure, you know well. Um, you know, I try to stay uh, informed. So one of my regulars is uh, a little NPR Fresh Air. You know, Terry Gross. Oh wow, he's, he's a really good interviewer. Um, and, and and then there's a uh, the one that's a little more focused to my type. That's called Under the Puppet. You know, it's a it's about getting behind the puppets.
0: Yeah, that's that that sounds scandalous, but I I, I haven't. I've... <laughs> I've not quite listening. Well, yeah.
3: You know, part of the nature of being a puppet is we uh develop these awkward uh, intimate relationships with our handlers.
0: Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> that's I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> yeah. I know that's probably a whole other podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um uh, now there there was actually uh, I guess sort of kind of connected to that topic there was some controversy recently uh for sesame Ooh. uh a writer for sesame street had had said that he had always Ooh. thought of the characters of of bert and ernie as as a couple uh only only the show's yeah. producer came out and they were saying oh no there's their puppets do not do not have sexual preferences would, would you agree do puppets not have sexual preferences um well i would say that he was um maybe
3: uh misdirecting a little bit because um if you come and see avenue q you will learn that yeah uh, uh the puppets uh do have uh sexual preferences and and, and even sometimes act on them but um <laughs> i would say maybe since his uh, uh human audience is not really sexually active that he was probably uh just brushing over it a bit <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i mean yeah, i think he was he was he was covering his ass with what he was doing <laughs> well, not to put too fine a to point on it, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, now, now, uh, now that we've established that you do have a preference, I'm not going to ask you what your preference is. That's all your bit. That's completely <laughs> your business.
3: But well, I appreciate that.
0: But um, I will. will ask. Have you heard of a, uh, of the the phenomenon of showmances? Those are romances that take place during a, a show. Oh yes. Mm hmm and then definitely would you, would you would you say that you've ever been in one or you again you do not have to say the gender i'm not i'm just yeah. you know there there
3: um well there is a character in this production that um i find it particularly intriguing and we've had a little back and forth but i i wouldn't say it's developed into a full show dance uh however my uh my handler, uh I do know that he uh he had a showman that so lasted a while and he even got
0: married. <laughs> oh oh wow, really? And and and, uh, and what show did yeah. he did he, uh, we're referring of course uh to your handler, uh his name's Matt. Yeah. uh yeah, Matt Edwardson that that guy
3: and uh, his wife Lara uh, uh who's also a handler in this show. They they yeah. met doing a uh, Pirates of Penzance, you know, good old Gilbert and Sullivan.
0: Oh wow, wow, man, that is quite a yeah. find for her. She found a heterosexual man doing musical theater.
3: I know <laughs> that 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 is true. She,
0: well, uh, you know, I uh, my congratulations to them. Did they uh, get married fairly recently?
3: Uh, they've been married, uh, I think, about six years now.
0: Oh wow, that is awesome. So, uh yeah, so how many shows have they ended up doing together?
3: uh, if I remember correctly, they've done uh a three this is their third show together now,
0: oh wow, it must be aw- also awkward for you being in between like the third wheel and in that in that sort of relationship, well,
3: at some yeah, you know, um you know uh, you know the the, the show really requires certain things to happen and you know i feel like i'm in the way sometimes but you know that's life and theater
0: yeah yeah well you know as 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 long as they don't force you to watch it's it should be fun. well <laughs>
3: fortunately there hasn't been any of that that's just a, a little too kinky for me <laughs> it's good
0: to know it's good to know you have your limits <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well you know so um uh, now you guys already opened uh, how how have the, how have the audience how the audiences been so far?
3: Um yeah, they've been great. I mean, open night was uh, phenomenal. It was almost a packed house and uh, standing ovation. Um, you know, on Saturday and Sunday as well. A little you know, a little a little slower, but they were still amazing and very responsive and you know, uh you know, I think we got standing ovations also the night, so that was awesome.
0: Wow. Now, if 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 the if the audiences weren't standing and were were just horrible, you wouldn't tell us, right? My toes.
3: <laughs> well, probably not. You know, we were a little concerned because uh, sometimes some of this material could be considered offensive to some people, but uh, nobody's been offended so far, and they've all loved it. and We haven't heard anything, so uh, nice. that's great.
0: Yeah. So um, that, that that's the thing that I, I I do feel should be stated that if people are, are uh, you know there there are a lot of uh, puppet performers who are um, who who do work that is is geared more towards a younger audience. Though people should not be confused. This is not a show that <laughs> would be probably great to take your kids to.
3: Oh no no definitely not young kids. Um, I, I've heard it described that this is like Sesame Street meets South Park. So if you can visualize that, then you'll be in the right <laughs> ballpark. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's, there's nudity, profanity. I, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's.
3: Speaking of the earlier question, you even get to see a little bit of puppet sex, so you know it's, oh, uh, it's wow. one of those.
0: Okay, there there are some people I'm sure that's a fetish for, so you'll you'll get to. Well, yeah, ideas. exactly. Well, you know, you can
3: have that cross species attraction, you
0: know. Oh wow! Okay, well, uh, that's that's. <laughs> We're, 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 I, I think Did I, I go should, too far. I'm sorry. I, th- I think I should leave that <laughs> one alone. But <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, but um, that's another podcast too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your your human co stars. How is it working with them? Is, is have they been have they been receptive to to working with a felt American or?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well said. Um y- They've been great so far. You know, there was a little. um you know, there was a little uh, at first, a little getting used to each other, and some of the handlers, you know, you know, they didn't intend to be ab- abusive, but they did things, you know, that were you know flopping us down, you know, things like that oh, that could hurt. Right. But you know, a- after that, you know, they've taken really good care of us, so we're we're happy. It's a it's a, a symbiotic relationship now.
0: Okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad the the violence has stopped. My God, but. <laughs>
3: Well, it was unintentional, you know, you know, they didn't realize that we have feelings to, you know, and you know, we're a little sensitive.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think when you don't blink, people, uh, just to make a lot of assumptions about you. But, uh, it's, you yeah. know, but, uh, you know, I mean, forgot... yeah, we
3: don't, we're not staring to be rude.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I hope you guys, uh, break up. All the legs, assuming you have them, and uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> have a great, great uh, second weekend.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, you come on out if you're it's an interesting show, and you know, we'll have a lot of fun, and you might learn a little more about us, us puppets.
0: Oh man, what a show! I want to thank all of my guests this evening, and thank you, our audience, for listening in. Please remember to go to www.nctheaterstories.com to listen to old episodes or to subscribe to our mailing list and be updated on new episodes. Follow us on Facebook and check us out on iTunes. Basically, we're lonely. We want stalkers. Bring it. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. Dim the lights. Fade to black.
2: Longing for dear old town Yes, I'm longing to stroll on Broadway Watching the world go round To be back where the boys are